Willkommen zum Auf die Fresse, the DirectSW Preview Podcast in English. Yep, I mean, he's Mike, and we're just over a week away from the return of World Tag Team Festival. Mike, how's it going? All good. It's all good. Um, I say it's uh, my favorite uh, weekend of the year, um, so I'm very, very excited for it. It's the first time since 2019 we're getting the Tag Team Tournament back. When we did Catch Grand Prix in 2020, that was in front of the studio audience. Last year's Catch Grand Prix ended up being, I don't know, you want to, I, I, I think Schittel may be a bit harsh, but I don't know, it was meant, you know, it was meant to be the round-robin thing when it became a one-night tournament, which was absolutely not what they were looking for, I think they said at the time, but they've decided not to go with that, we get the tag teams back, and yeah, in what week on Saturday, we're going to be for Turbine Hall 2 in Oberhausen, and yeah. a lot of tag matches. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I say just to go back onto the Catch Grand Prix, I mean, neither, I think when Catch Grand Prix was first announced, uh, I was like buzzing for it because it was, you know, maybe five days. But then I think neither, neither tournament ended up being what they intended it to be because Catch Grand Prix ended up being, uh, the first one ended up being behind closed doors over the course of a month and a half. And I don't know how many people were watching it, to be completely honest, because I'll be honest, I do. I was only watching the bits I was told to. And then the last one was, you know, it was all squeezed into one day. So uh, I think the uh, World Tag Team Fest, I think it's a it's a crowd pleaser. A lot of people prefer that, like that format. Um, and uh, yeah, it's, it's good to have that back. But yeah, back to Turbine and Holder 2, the best venue in Overhouse. <laughs> I mean, we'll go through the lineups and what we know so far, but I guess we're going to start with uh, the first show of the weekend. That's this coming well, week on Friday, September 30th. Our first trip to Alma Park and Gelsenkirchen for the first inner circle of the new academy. And yes. yeah, as we record, just one match, but yeah, it's um, going the other way, Mike. We're not going to uh, Kaltenberg. It's uh, Gelsenkirchen and much nicer new facility. Yeah, it's um, obviously it's the new venue. We've already spoken about the We Love Wrestling tapings that they've done there before. Um, it's completely different. So yeah, if, <laughs> I, I do wonder if anybody is going to end up going to the wrong place, um, and we're just going to hear about it in the following day or something like that. But um, yeah, somewhere completely different uh, in a slightly bigger, um, not say a bigger town, but a bigger catchment area. I mean, it's right, you know, just a ten minute walk or so from the. Um, the Gelsenkirchen train station, so it's a lot easier to get to. Um, whereas comparison, when it was at Essen, Kaltenberg, or Essen, Zoltverein, it was one train an hour, which was not <laughs> which was not fun when you're kicking out at ten to ten and you have to run for the train, which we never got. So um, yeah, this is not one uh, ticket machine coming back at least. 
Well, yeah, well, I've now got that deep. I've got the DB Navigator app, which means that, you know, I've, I'm always, I'm always got my ticket before I even stepped on the platform. So, yeah, I'm not so worried now. Well, hopefully my phone's not going to act up like it did a carrot, but yeah, it's uh, <laughs> the UK, you know, you're not having to pay those, you know, conversion fees, you know, linked to PayPal and, you know, dead handy, especially when you're coming in from uh, the airports. But just one match announced for the Inner Circle 12 so far. No doubt within an hour of us hitting stop, will be a load more announced. But uh, Masha Slamovich and Fuminori Abe. And that is um, it's definitely a match. And I think it's one a lot of people can have a lot of expectations of it being very, you know, I don't know the terms being bastardized, strong style. But there's going to be a lot of lumps being knocked out of both from here. Yeah, for sure. And I think it, it leans into the whole um, inner circle has always been a uh, sort of a uh, and I mean this, in, I don't mean this in a bad way, in a, a bit of a broken biscuits show. It's like lits and bit, little bits and pieces um, matches which you wouldn't necessarily normally get, or they're sort of warm up matches for the, for the, um, you know, warm up matches for the, uh, for the, for the weekenders. You want something a bit mad like this to sort of grab your attention. I mean, you know, there's always something which is like, whoa, you know, what's that? <laughs> um, but I always do like about inner circles that they don't tend to announce very much. They announce maybe one or two matches, but that's it. Um, you want there is an element of a sort of a loot box sort of semi show with it, and it's always good fun when you have those. So we'll see if anything more does. Get I think announced. this one will be. Uh, it, yeah. Yeah, I mean, they say things inner circles. I mean, they've been especially Nesson. A lot of memories there, I think. Was it was a tag festival last time where the lights went out for Timo? Uh, yes, tag fest 19. Uh, the lights went out on that one. Um, it was, um, yeah, it was uh, one of the. I, I, I actually missed all the lights going out at first because uh, I got, as as happened pretty much every time I went to Essen, I got locked in the toilets. So. <laughs> Well, you said lose, you'd get lost in this time, Mike. Well, hopefully not. Maybe they've just in, give us new ones to get out of. But yeah, um, yeah, I think that was the last one with them. And also, was it the Undertaker arrived on that show? I vaguely remember. Yeah, of course, all edged off your demands. Yeah. But yeah, it's all new home, new memories, and yeah, hopefully, you know, be a few more, a few more matches announced. I know there are still tickets left. So if you're coming over, you know, be Friday night this time instead of the Thursday, uh, 6.30 door, 7 o'clock bell, head, get yourself over there. And I think they're saying if you've bought the weekend pack, just like the tournament or the festival stuff, uh, we're trying to get you to exchange or get your wristband there in a girl's incursion. So you can walk in pretty much get it early, first yeah. off, which works well for carrots. So, you know, you can see why we're keeping it and hope it's something we you know, keep, you know, as long as we can for these shows. Yeah, it's always easier to sort of get all that thing. And I say it's just a, it's, it's a good way to to just get eased into the weekend. You're not your first your first thing isn't straight into a big show. It's something. It's like a little appetizer, um, something to sort of whet your appetite. If you've never been before, it's sort of your first chance to sort of see how um, German crowds work because they they are certainly different. Um, <laughs> So yeah, it's, it's it's definitely worth going to if you haven't already got tickets for it. And if if you're kind of coming in on Friday and you didn't realise it was on, go to Gelsenkirk. <laughs> so heading back to Oberhausen, the first show of the weekend isn't a tag festival show. We're kicking off with Fembertal. 
Um, so that is, let me get the time right. So that's 2.30 doors, 3.30 bell. And yep. this is one where it's the one show women's tournament. You've got the women's title match, uh, Calypso against Returning Amal and the defending Baby Allison in a freeway. Um, I don't know if you want to go through the quarterfinals that have been announced, but we've got uh, Eva Klasky and returning Killer Kelly, who I know I'd said that um, or she'd been favoured, but I think add Killer Kelly to the mix. Yeah. I think she's going to be running pretty close to that final. Yeah, you'd think so. Um, I think you'd, you'd certainly think so. And also, um, she is she will be booked elsewhere on the weekend. Um, she's on she's on the We Love Wrestling show as well. So, you, you know, you, you do wonder whether uh, Kelly, I think, has got to be one of the sort of main contenders, especially is like this is home ground for her, really. Uh, she's Portugal, but I think you know this is WXW's home ground for her. So I think she she's got to be in my favourites for this tournament. Plus, first round she's against Eva Kalaski. Um, not had too much for winning one lately. You no, know, she lost the uh, women's championship over it was after Cad wasn't in Frankfurt. Um, it's yeah. been a few unsuccessful title uh, shots since, but. Who knows? No, and been unlikely when you'd have to say, given that first round opponent. But um, we'll certainly put it back. In Hell the... of a spoiler, though. Hell yeah. of a spoiler if it, if it is the person who does win. So, you know, with that, maybe you could see that. But I don't know. I say it's it's a kind of given up trying to make too many predictions about WXW tournaments because there's always something that comes in sort of from left field. Next uh, quarterfinal, we've got Alice Inc. making her debut. She's a regular for Body Slam in Denmark. Yeah. Done a few bits and pieces around you. I uh, think Wrestle Island. Uh, she's done a few shots for. Uh, was meant to have wrestled at the. Um, she was in the showcase. Wasn't she? Showcase she was meant to be. Thing. Yeah. Oh, God. Who was it? Um, Carl Samora, I think, was the sub. Remember correctly. Yeah. So this will be a debut for WXW on a you know, full WXW show. Uh, she's up against Nikki Foxley, who's done a few of the Academy tapings, uh, not Academy, the Empty Arena tapings. Uh, she's had a few similarly unsuccessful title shots against both Baby Allison and Eva Klasky. I'd have to put it down to rank outside of her list, but again, no yeah. quarterfinals, no, these are kind of the pick em. Yeah, for sure. I think Alice Inc. is um, the people that I know who watch it more than I do. Um, Alice Inc. is one that obviously is quite popular amongst sort of the Scandi people. Um, so, yeah, I think she, she's going to be a, a... I think she would probably progress from this match, at least. Um, Foxley, not really... I can't think of her ever being on a WXW event, really. I can't remember her. I know she's been on lots of cards, but not necessarily ones that have been televised. I think she did a few of the Steffi tapings, but I think since yeah. cards came back... At- I know she did the over traveling one, which we were wondering was that going to be released. And I think also the first wheel of wrestling wasn't released. So, yeah. you know, first time uh, for a lot of people, I'd guess, in Oberhausen seeing her. Um, next up, we've got a de- another debut Anastasia Bardot from France. So, let me just find the notes if I've scribbled down here. And of course, I haven't written any down. Um, but she's, no, she's um, paid for APC in France, Rings of Europe. In Austria and of course Portugal CTW haven't seen that much of her. I'll be honest, but she's up against Orshi and again, yeah. no, you're talking about spoilers. This is be a pretty big upset if um, Orshi does go out in the first round. I'd be shocked if Orshi went out to um, and I mean this, I mean no, uh, no malice here, a complete unknown. Um, 
Anastasia Bardot, I couldn't tell you any the first thing about her really. Um, so she's a, she's a niche name for me anyway. Um, so yeah, it would be a huge shock if all she went out to this person. But um, I, I I personally think all she has to go to the final, if not win it, really. And then the last quarterfinal, we've got Ava Everett. She's back for another one in the review against the returning Masha Slamovich. Yeah. And I'd say she didn't have the Killer Kelly return. That, to me, would have been the pick for first-round matches. Well, Ava, Ava Masha. Yeah. Um, I think it probably still is. I think it's probably the best wrestling match in the first round. I think... I think uh, the excitement comes in the next round when Kelly's mixing up with everybody else, um, sort of the the people who have progressed, say. But, um, you know, it's uh, that, that the because Ava, Ava Everett and Masha have they've wrestled a lot in the States before, haven't they? Uh, let me do a quick cage match. I know they've been in you know, the same kind of promotions, but I yeah. don't know if they, you know, their paths have crossed that much, so while I buy time... So, so look at my notes, and I had Michelle Green down on the line, but I know she did that uh, was it the quiz schlack thing. Yes, but is she not in it anymore? I'm looking at the lineup. So uh, Bardo, Orshi, Klasky, Kelly, Alison, Nikki, Foxley, Masha, Ava. I don't know if she's like an alternate, not, but but no, her name ain't on the lineup anymore. As far as the Ava Everett, uh, Masha Slamovich thing, they've uh, had two matches, both in America before. Uh, yeah. Most recently, uh, last August for Limitless with uh, Masha winning, and okay. then uh, October 2019, she won a handicap match against Ava and her then tag team partner Angel Sinclair. So, not too many interactions, but you know, again, running in similar circles. So, yeah, I, at least for the flying aspect, that's going to be uh, you know, probably the most interesting one, at least for not too not too flying, more familiar for, for the states. Yeah, for sure. And of course, the title match returning Amal up against Calypso, who's won non-title match, won by countout against Baby Allison. Do you see a title change here? Um, I think you could get a title change here. Um, Amal's around for a bit, isn't she? Um, she's around at least until the new year, so um, it would be sort of make sense storyline-wise for Amal to immediately sort of steamroll into the title. Likewise, to be honest, it would make sense for Calypso to win because she's had two wins over Ellison. So, um, yeah, uh, I think it's definitely... I, I, I do think at this point an Allison retain is an outside bet, really, from for me personally. Um, I think Calypso, Calypso being in there is is possibly the um, is the easy way to get Amal to win. Um, because maybe you don't pin Allison, but equally, I don't know. I could see Calypso doing it as well. Um, I couldn't really call this one. I my heart says, my head says, Amal though wins. It's good to think as well. Amal never lost the title. She had it. Yeah, exactly. Eight, so, and we have been doing that whole thing of you know how many days run, how many defenses. So, about one, it's a it's a real gimme. You know, I you know any of those wouldn't be out of the realm of possibility and. Of course, you've got the winner of Femme Fatale, you've got the semis in the final on this show. They're also in line for the title shot too, so whoever wins that one could be in for a very busy weekend. Yeah, for sure. Um, and I think, as I say, you could 
you could have um i think there's a very good chance you could have you could i the title could change hands twice over the weekend to be honest i think it's that sort of <laughs> that sort of weekend like really. charity. yeah for sure but uh, then we move on to the opening night of Tag Festival. So it's 6.30 doors, 7.30 bell. Uh, we've got a couple of uh, non tournament matches. So Mike Bailey and Bobby Guns, uh, I guess an in de facto number one contenders match when it takes on Tristan Archer on the Sunday. And we've got a rematch from Carrot 18. Yep, and I still have nightmares of uh, Speedball's fingers and thumbs being bent Ooh, back yeah. by Bobby Guns. Then we've got a street fight, Jan Sims against Heisenberg. Uh, that's playing off was a dead end. Um, with it, you know, we've obviously had the fight before men after the end that sparked up again. Um, hope it goes better than the one at um, not extreme rules. What what's the one is a draw blank? Oh, um, broken rules, yeah. Yes, hopefully it's a you know, little bit better because I don't think neither of us were that struck on their match there, but at least this one it's a street fight, it doesn't feel like it's been shoehorned in, so who knows yeah. this one. Yeah, and exactly. The opening uh, night of Tag Festival, so we'll just run down the matches and if you want to pick out the end. Uh, block A, we've got Sanity's Eric Young and Axel Tisher against the Calamari Drunken Kings of Masa Takanashi and Chris Brooks. Block A has also got uh, the Pretty Bastards, that's a Huron Maggot against uh, Sensor Balto and Idle Blank. I will never say the name they've given them. I'm sorry, that to me is just... The French Adores. You terrible. said it to me. <laughs> Uh, block B kicks off with Ambosses, Robert Dreisker and Icarus against Shikahiro Irie and Fuminori Abe. Only team in this tournament not being given a tag name, which I'm reading way too much into that. Uh, and also, yeah, I don't think there's anything to... Yeah. <laughs> uh, I guess you couldn't save the astronauts because I know everyone was hoping for Abe and Nomura coming over, but... Yeah, that would And then uh, Violence is Forever, that's uh, Kevin Koo, Dom Guarini against Rotten Flot, uh, Mikhail Schenkenberg and Nikita Charisma. Again, opening night, you know, open night results don't really mean that much, you know, if you've seen enough tournament wrestling or especially round robin stuff, you know, nobody's been eliminated here, so anyone can take a loss, anyone can take a win. Yeah. Um, you know, could mean more tricky paths, but you know, these things are planned out to you know deliver you know, exciting crescendos on the uh, Monday night. So pretty decent lineup for first night. I think everyone's got the rise on speedball bobby guns. Um I think the uh, Amboss Iria Abe one for me is my pick for tag matches for absolutely for sure. Yeah, and I think the um, CDK Sanity match could be quite interesting as well. Um, a little bit, uh, kind of, we, we don't, obviously we're not making predictions, but one thing I think is quite interesting is um, the, uh, the, the balance of the blocks, I think, is a bit odd uh, in the sense that. Um, the domestic, the the domestic face teams, and I'm using in commas the the domestic face and domestic heel teams are both joined together in the same group, uh, which is in the same block. So, for example, you have um, bastards and the French Adores, which I would assume would be the face, the face domestic, the domestic faces, yep. in the same group, and you also have Amboss and Rotten Flop in the same group, which, for me, I don't know, feels a bit odd. Um, I don't know if that's odd for you as well. But... It certainly jumps out. I mean, the night two lineups, um, you know, you've got potential block winners you know, in, in one of the matches. Yeah, I mean, again, you know, we've not, I don't think we've not been much high on tag teams lately. You know, obviously, we've had 
not ideal being they're also hungry, they'll you know, probably have tipped us a bit stronger in the Ambos direction. You know, rotten yeah. Flop, but yeah, I think in trying not to tip off obvious winners, we've kind of you know, skewed the balance a little bit too far the other way. Um, I mean, make this, I mean, make for some interesting matches. I mean, you've got you know, the bad guys trying to, you know, you know, I'll cheat each other on better word, but um, yeah, I, again, I, I suppose it depends how they play it. I think you're not going to get, and he's me giving the absolute death knell here, you're not going to get the comedy, ha ha, no, we're going to, no, we cheat, well, we cheat too, let's do a finger poke, you no know, kind of stuff. But I've seen yeah. quite a few. Quote babyface tag matches this year, which have died on its ass. Yeah, and I do wonder if you're going to get not not sound quick, but I do wonder if you're going to get a few matches which are going to struggle because of that. Maybe wrong, but you know, again, I've I've seen quite a few those lately in person where it's been not just not meshed, but again, it's up to the guys to make it work. Yeah, of course, exactly. That's exactly the thing, isn't it? So move on to Sunday. We start the afternoon with the Wheel of Wrestling Live. They're subtitling Axeman versus Barbell. It's one and only appearance of uh, Metahan over the weekend. Uh, of course, main event, Metahan Fisher. And I think that one was a 16 carat 2019. Yeah, it's an angle they, yeah, it's an angle they sort of set up. And I'd completely forgotten about it. But uh, back when Alexander Wolf won uh, the shotgun title at um, 16 carat 2020, um, Metahan, uh, yeah, Metahan. Uh, and the rest of Azel decided to um, decided to sort of attack them, and then obviously COVID happened. Tisha got sent back to the states, and um, <laughs> Metahan then eventually got signed. So, so it's kind of um, ships passing the night. Yeah, exactly. Um, so there's there's a lot of um, there's a lot of bad blood for this. Um, not sure how much is. I think I think this could be. A, I think this is going to be a really good time match. It's going to be great to sort of see Lucky back. Yep. Um, but um, beyond that, it's kind of a, you know it's a bit of a. Is the heat still there? I don't know. It, it, I had to be reminded of it. I mean, if we see um, Abdul touch kicking around, we know we're just picking up where they left off pre-COVID. But um, yeah, I mean, it... I suppose I suppose you might you could have Metahan doing a bit of. Um, shenanigans on sort of Saturday night maybe um, so I think you know there's, there's there's potential for a bit of that around the thing maybe keep the heat going but I think I, I, the thing is is this this show this show didn't need stacking because people who were going to the weekend or anyway would have gone for this um, but it's a it, it's an extra sort of cherry on the top of the, the weekend like it doesn't this Say this. This show. This match. This this show didn't need this match, in my my opinion. This could have quite a. Lineups. Sorry. It's if you look for lineups, Mike, it's the only match on this entire weekend, which is XWE against XWE, and you know, what we spoke about was the last episode. Of, yeah, but last then, it's not yeah, WWE. It's NXT UK, which nobody watched. So, you know, if it was, well, if it was, if it was Eric Young versus like Eric Young versus. But yeah, I mean, again, like I say, you know, you know it's, it's a big, it's a big match. I do wonder, you know, maybe it'd be a video patch or something coming out. It'd be interesting to see, and like you say, you know, we need to be reminded of it. 
So it'll be interesting to see just how many, you know, how you know exactly how they pick it up. Bear in mind it's been what, two years, two and a half years since it uh, kicked off. But elsewhere on the card, uh, Bobby Guns against Masha Slamovic. It's a match they campaigned for on Twitter briefly and they got it. Um, so I think this will be pretty much in the vein of that Arbe match at Inner Circle. So You'd hope so, yeah. Yeah. Uh, women's tag gave Everett and Eva Klaski against Kilikelia and Maria Della Rossa. Yeah. Uh, shotgun title four way maggot defending against Gullius Jr., Michael Knight, and Ilya Bloom. Which I, I mean, Michael I don't, would, I don't see any of them winning it to be honest. <laughs> maybe um, Michael Knight, but yes, maybe Michael Knight. I, I mean, like, I hate playing this guess who elimination, but Gullius, I think this is his first booking since uh, Coward Weekend. Yeah, I think Ilya's the you know. To me, designated pin eater in this. Yeah. Um, you also got uh, Lawrence Roman against Hector Invictus, finally with the glue of double XW's back on a card. And Peach Tahani against Fast Time Mudo. They also did announce Jern Simmons for this lineup, but no matches, so I don't know if he's gonna be running in somewhere. Um you chuck Yern yeah. in with any you can chuck Yern in with anybody. Yeah. Chuck him in, chuck him in with Eric Eric Young, that'd be great. <laughs> But again, something you know, an afternoon show was so six matches on that card. Tidy lineup, you know, pretty interesting main event, even without you know, uh, digging up the recent history. So, yeah, if you, you know, if you're not uh, too hungover from Saturday night, some uh, stuff well worth getting up for, you know, Sunday afternoon. Then the second night of Tag Festival, so six thirty door, seven thirty bell. Uh, we've got the Unified World Wrestling Title main event, so Tristan Archer defending against uh, Bailey or Guns. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, I, again, we can't predict because obviously one half isn't there, but I would have to think, you know, whether, you know, this should be like a statement win for Tristan Archer. Yeah. Um, I think it's the. This is. Um, it. I think it all depends on who wins. I think Guns winning over Archer would be. Um, is more likely than Bailey winning over Archer. But then equally, I don't know, you know, is Bailey someone who can is Bailey someone who can maybe come over a bit more often? I don't know. Um I I, I think Bailey should have should should have should at some point but be WXW champion because I feel like he's one of the sort of the home guys, really. He's certainly been around enough, especially for these big weekends. Yeah. And I think, you know, you could you could, I think, you could sell speedball on. You could sell a speedball main event at tag. Uh, sorry, at sixteen carat. Um, whether, not sure if I'd particularly enjoy, you know, speedball being only on the big shows. I don't know how much I would enjoy that, but I think yeah. um, there's there's obviously a lot of. Um, I, 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 I this this. I don't have any doubts about Archer's reign really at this point. I think I was very, very doubtful in March, but now I'm perfectly fine with it. I think he's completely justified it. He's had, and I think a win, a big win like this is, is um, against two overwhelmingly popular people as well. Um, a big win like this is a, um, is a, you know, good way of cementing him as the big baddie and, when we get to 16 carat or anniversary for example i think you can announce somebody big against him and i think it's it sells it but i mean this weekend isn't being sold on a isn't being sold on a world title match really so you kind of have to 
you've got, I think they, they've got one eye on anniversary or one eye on carrot, really, with this, aren't they? And I guess the other thing you've got to look at as well is, you know, just announced this week, WXWR running a doubleheader with Smash in Canada. And uh, yeah. on to November 20th in London, not that one. Um, the wrong London. Yeah. And see, I mean, I know. Speedball I mean, I suppose Speedball could win it there, wouldn't it take it to Canada, I suppose. Yeah. Um, I didn't even think of that, but. You know, there's there's lots of options for it. Um, as I said, it's difficult to predict it when you don't know who the contender is, really. I'm just looking now quickly on Cage Match. He has worked for Smash before, albeit before you know, the COVID shutdown. But yeah, it's not like it'll be all, hey, he's a guy who happens to be the champion. There's a little bit of background. So that wouldn't, no, that, it's an outside shout, but that would not surprise me. I mean, Archer is going one. to Canada as well. As is guns, so you know all three bases covered. There you go. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, it's difficult to think really. So going on to the tag matches for the Sunday night: uh, Pretty Bastards against Sanity in Block A, uh, Calamari Drunken Kings against Sens of Ultra Nigel Blanc also in Block A, uh, Amboss against Rotten Flot for Block B, and Balance of Forever against Iria and Arbind. My God, those Block B matches and the World Title match. Yeah, that sold me. I mean, I've already got the ticket on there, but yeah, those two tag matches and the world title match that sold me. No bounce, yeah, Iria and RB. I am expecting you struggle to. Um, I think if you like that sort of thing, you'll struggle to beat that. I think for a lot of people that weekend, yeah. So, anyway, Sunday's normally the wrap up night, but of course, they've kicked things back a day because it's bank holiday weekend in Germany. So... We roll into Monday, uh, 11.30 in the morning doors, 12.30 afternoon bell. It's the Wheel of Wrestling wildcard edition, and this is kind of like, I don't like open auditions. We've had guys send tapes in. They've been you know, picked, and we've got the whole card book, which is a good touch because before it was just like a roster, and no, I think some pretty decent matches in this lineup. So we've got uh, Man Like Jerese against Jared Diaz and Eli Isom, I think uh, former Ring of Honor guy there. Cheeseburger, of course, formerly of Ring of Honor against Stanley Miles. Chris the king Tyson. of the uh, New Japan Rumble. God, <laughs> That's the only reason I know Cheeseburger. And what was it? Jushin Funderlager gave him the short ave member right for Palm Strikes and made yeah. a career of that for a bit. Uh, Chris Tyson Maverick, both from Hungary, against Joe Keys and Dante Caballero. Uh, there's another couple of guys who are I'll say X Ring of Honor. Like I've seen the names for for a while. Um trying, like obviously Joel Keys. Just, just check and make sure it's right and I'm not you know, signing law the wrong way. So both of them currently wrestle in uh, Maryland Championship Wrestling as a tag team called Cartel. But Joel Keys uh used to be in Chikara as one of the cycling guys. Okay. Which yeah, like give yeah, uh, cheeseburger Eli, Eli Isom, Caballero, Joe Keys. Yeah, this is um, some of the displaced ring of honor guys on this lineup. Yeah, uh, I think the, the thing the thing with those is that I think you all you got to do is look at what being on a WXW weekender, having great matches did for you know Rust Taylor. Um, Rust Taylor was kind of a bit of a he was kind of nowhere really for years, wasn't he? Um, and then he did that weekender, and then pretty much immediately after, he got signed by um, WWE, didn't he? 
Yep. Uh, he got signed by WWE. I oh, know, no, he's sorry, he got signed for the New Japan Strong thing and then the he New ended Japan up in WWE. WWE now he's back on New Japan Strong with Flirted Ring of Honor, AEW as well. So, so yeah, yeah. You, you've got to sort of, if you're coming on this show, you've kind of got to have one eye on a trajectory like that, really, especially yeah. for the Americans. Uh, Kevin Lloyd against Thomas Shire. So, uh, Shire's one of those guys I've been wanting to see live for a while. No, he did a UK too early this year, but like, this isn't Is a knock on him, it's more of a knock on the scene we have. I saw nowhere advertising him. No. And I know that's kind of been the thing for a lot of people. No, is it um, Maverick and Gullis Jr.? They no meant for the UK run. So nobody advertised those guys. It's like, I don't know whether it's because we're a bit leery of flying. Well, they didn't, they didn't even work anywhere, did they? Yeah. So I don't know if it's just, you know, they're overtraining, but... Yeah, the UK doesn't seem to be that hot for you know people coming over and having like an extended run. Well, Warhorse is about to have a second run, which yeah, I guess there's space for some, but yeah, at least I didn't see uh, Thomas Shire getting advertised anyway. So good to see him landing in Germany for this uh, particular show. Uh, Kev Lloyd, I think he did a few ambitions. He did ambition, yeah. Um, got Steve Kev. Payne and Akira, so. Well, Key was normally a deathmatch guy. Painter, he did. So he's one of those things. He, he's been into Rexel before, like when when they, not the shotgun days, so I kind of dates it. Yeah, years ago, wasn't it? And I've seen him on like low cards for shows in around New York, but I think he did, um, oh God, it's an Evolve, like ran, like these random, or Evolves, you know, when the dying days of Evolve, where they like pick up random guys from the area to pack the cards out. Yeah, looking through now. So recently he did AW Dark back in February. Um Violence and Suffering. Yeah. So a lot of promotions you'd probably see on things like you know IWTV, that kind of stuff. Um so again, you know, maybe this can be parlayed into something. Of course the you know, normally deathmatch guy, like I say. Um yeah, I don't think we'd be seeing glass and uh, light tubes here, but who knows? Weird things have happened in Double X Review. <laughs> they might be banned in Germany. <laughs> we don't know. Well, we have Zack Sabre Jr. Carson Beck light you match all those years ago. Yeah. Uh, we've yeah. got uh, LJ Cleary and Jaden Newman. So uh, Newman won the uh, Sin City Invitation earlier this year. Okay. Uh, very highly recommended, at least from you know, when I used to watch the Southern US Indies, something I fell out of and need to get back into. But it you know, comes to you know, fairly recommended, LJ Cleary. Yeah, we know him. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I it should be a good match, but I think it's gonna be more interesting how the crowd reacts. Bear in mind everything's gone on, you know, Newman, you know, pretty much an unknown, although I guess for a few of us you know, probably know him a little bit better. But I think this is probably gonna be one way it'll be a case of you no know, guys win over the crowd because we're gonna be there for you. Yeah, um, I think it's um it's it's indicative of the state of the Irish scene that um, I think if LJ Cleary had been announced three years, there were four years ago for WXW, it would probably be the biggest reaction of the weekend. Uh, now I don't actually know anybody who's even noticed uh, that LJ's on the card. So not naming names, but there were you know, other OTT guys announced you not know, just before COVID, you not know, teen up to be you not know, have a big breakout run. Now yeah. it's like. You know, Again, you no know, stuff having not going to relitigate all that, but 
yeah, it just shows how things have fallen. Yeah, for sure. And then last up, we've got Alex Ryman against O'Shea Edwards. Uh, Ryman, he's not, actually had a run in uh, Europe already this year. Just look, pulled up his cage match. So he was in um, Project Nova in Berlin, February, Pro Wrestling Holland. And he lost to Orshi at a... So remember, after Cardfay did the uh, not taped WXW Academy against the HCW no, Dojo. Yeah. Yeah. So he was on that. Um, I guess represented the Rexview Academy. He lost to Orshi. Um, guess he's had a brief run, but yeah, guess this is his main show debut. And just looking for it is cage match. Um mostly works for East Coast Pro Wrestling, seeing like you know the same kind of IWTV promotions like Pro Wrestling Magic, um Outbreak Wrestling, XWA, not back, so one with Dan Reed used not, to run. Not, yeah, not our one. Um, but yeah, so again, you no know, as a name, you no know, primed to you know grab this you no know, chance of both hands up against uh, O'Shea Edwards, and there's a guy I really want to see break out. Like I've seen bits and pieces of him, but he, you know, if things go well, he could be one who steals his entire weekend. Yeah, um, I'll be honest, I don't really know very many of these at all, and I've kind of purposely um, avoided learning about them because i want to be surprised um but i've you've you've kind of bigged up O'Shea quite a lot over the last couple of weeks um so i'm quite excited to see what what, what i'm missing out really um, i haven't first him, but yeah, x <laughs> x the one who's done a lot of like you know pretty big laddie's done um just looking through he went through the finals of new south's um heart for some 16 host tournament last year uh, yeah. lost to Alex Kane in action game March last year, so a few, you know, been up against a few names you know, we've seen through and around the XW. So, yeah, hopefully, you know, gets the chance, grabs both hands, and you know, actually managed to parlay with some something, I guess. Yeah, hopefully, fingers crossed. And then, of course, got the finals of World Tag Team Festival. So, the final block matches we have, uh, block A is for Pretty Bastards against the Calamari Drunken Kings. Uh, Sanity against uh, Volto and Idle Blanc. Block B is Iwie and Arby against Rotten Flot and Balances Forever against Amboss. Two block winners, of course, go through the finals and traditionally this has been for the tag titles, so if Rotten Flot don't make it through, then new tag team champions at the end of the weekend. Yeah, and you I'm... may find out on, you may find, we may know by Sunday that the titles are being changed. Yes, because uh, terms gone by, we have had you number know, reigning champions out for the final night, which was spiced all up a bit. But it's going to be uh, very curious if he's add anything more because you know five match card, all tag matches. It's well, there's always big... something. Yeah, I mean, no, there's always storylines that build up, but it's uh, yeah. I don't know what's, what's going to come out of you know the Sunday wheel of uh, yeah, the Sunday wheel of wrestling taping, or you no know, stuff you no. Know, Falls out from the other matches we may add early in the weekend. Yeah. You need, you need, you know, you need Hector on the card. You know, um, Hector scrambles. Yeah, just just chuck Hector on every match, every card. Not in every match, but <laughs> chuck him on every card. Well, if, he's, if he's paid for everyone, he's not going to argue. Yeah, exactly. Just just uh, give him a couple of matches. And again, I don't know. Not from those who booked on the early shows, how many of them be still be around? Um, no. I'm guessing you no know, the Femme Fatale winner may get their match on night three. 
uh, depending on who wins, of course. Um, I would guess if it was you no know, Ava, Eva or Kelly, it's not going to be on the Wheel of Wrestling show on the Sunday since 40 books in no. a tap match rare. But um, yeah, brings plenty to sink your teeth into. And you no, know, it's Friday through Monday, so a longer weekend than usual, I guess, for those flying in. But um, yeah, be interesting to get back to Germany where the only masks you need to wear on planes and trains and buses. Yeah, uh, well, I think you yeah you need to wear them out and about, but um, yeah, I think um, it's very very exciting. Um, it's it seems um I, well, I mean, I I'm kind of having a it seems a little a long way away because I'm going to Vienna beforehand because I'm watching WXW there. So, um, it'll be overdosing on them. Sorry, it'll be overdosing on them by the end of the by the time we get to the end. Of the yeah. Week. Yeah, I, I should try and find something midweek or something, but I don't think I'm doing that. Um, yeah, it's it's going to be um, it, it's going to be a great weekend. As I say, as I say, it's always my um, my favourite. I've always preferred Tag Fest to Carrot. I just always have. Uh, I think it's because the tournament isn't as much of a focus as Carrot is. Um, you know, and the festival weekenders they always have. You know a shock there's always a surprise you know there's always something interesting going on and kind of it always feels like instead of being a season finale it's kind of like this is the mid mid season finale uh, the, the the big bit the big thing which makes you excited for the for the winter and my blood just ran cold what if sense of what if what if sense of Alto and blanc come out in batman and robin costumes well you, you know what's coming <laughs> don't you um, yeah, we don't want that. To don't happen. springboard for the love of God. Don't springboard. <laughs> God, yeah, they could do that, couldn't they? Um, <laughs> if they were teasing it early this year, then a lot of wrestling happened and it's kind of been, yeah. Well, we block, block A could potentially have both domestic teams break up. Let's face it, that's a quite yeah, likely situation. You've obviously got the unresolved. No, I'm a shotgun champion. No, I'm a shotgun champion stuff, which they've purposely not addressed that much. No, um, and it confuses a lot of people. I say there's there's people who who I know who've kind of reached out to me and says, "So what's actually going on?" <laughs> <laughs> well, the shiny uh, shotgun belt's not the real one. You can buy it all through SL Wrestling, but that's not yeah. the real championship. I've probably touched that very belt because I bet it's the one that they had on the. The stand. Merch tables. Yeah. So <laughs> I've probably touched that very one. Um yeah, um it's uh it's I think uh, I don't know, the French doors I don't know, unless they're just a thing that lasts forever. But <laughs> it's just there's a lot to uh lot to sort of digest, I think is what we, we sort of say. The lot... thing is they were Pushing for a tag title run at uh, Broken Rules, and then of course Sens had to time out of his broken wrist. Yeah, so he got his stuff stolen as well, didn't he? Yes, yeah. So do you go back to that and you know do the tag title run, or do you just skip that bit out? Because I mean, you know, it. I mean, they're on the show they did with APC. You know, someone looks very much like him. You know, is another character. That's all I'm going to say. But um, you know, do you go? Do you, Fully go down that road, or do you have you know? It's, it's obviously not Sinkar versus Sinkar, but you, know, you have the good masked guy and the bad masked guy. Should I say that ten times fast? 
um, you know, do you go down that route or do you, are they the, you know, the success story of the tournament? I mean, you know, the last few years of you know, Tag Festival, we've not exactly been having that much rice pudding. Yeah, because, well, the last one was won by the Bastards, which was, um, that was obviously unexpected, but it was a hill team, kind of not very fancied. And then the one before that was JFK. Again, not really that fancy prior to the tournament. Um, I think a lot of people were thinking it was Tim and Tim and Walter winning that one. Yeah, um, they won twenty seventeen, which was the uh, rice pudding, but not yeah. So, so there's always um, there's always a bit of a um, yeah. There's always a shock winner with this one, and but I I, I, I honestly couldn't call it. I think I, there's there's arguments. I think for a lot of the teams. Um, well, I don't think any of the imp- I don't think well I say I don't think any of the imports except for possibly one um, can do it. Um, I would love it if Arbe and Arbe won it. That would be brilliant because um, I think they're incredibly popular. Um, I think you could possibly make an argument for t- sanity, but I don't know how long Young is sticking around. Um, has been having quite a few European teams <laughs> with uh, Wrestle Carnival, or at least. Booked by uh, Rest Carnival, yeah, yeah. So I, I think, um, yeah, I in my head I'm thinking it's the final is Sanity versus Ambos in my head, um, with probably Ambos going over. However, it's and then they do sort of free burden on the title. That's the only thing I can sort of think. That's not bad. Shop, you know, we, no, I think for two of us, we've you no know, plot in our head. Or it kind of builds up to back to the roots and another uh, Kafish Schlacht, which is yeah. a natural way around. Um, only yeah, so it. you end up with you end up with sanity where you end up. Well, yeah, I think that the Kafish Schlacht is what you're aiming for, really. Um, you know, do you bring back a do you bring back a um, you know a Tim to join sanity? Do you do you, do you have you know do you do the Kafish Schlacht with with Amboss? against uh, Sanity with Damo and Tim, you know, do, do you do that? That's that's me fantasy booking that, really. That would be it's lovely. That shows me, you know, we've you know, said we need like a double home forces and, you know, Tim Fash would you know, do one in either of those uh, lineups. I think... Who was, the, who was that fourth member of Sanity? Um, oh, the, um... uh, Sawyer Fulton. Mad yeah, Man so Fulton do, 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 do you bring that. Sawyer Fulton in as the fourth guy? <laughs> Uh, I mean, generally, I mean, I've not seen his name around for a while. Like, I know he was with Impact. Um, yeah, yeah, I, I think that's probably unlikely. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking now. He's not done Impact since March, according to this. So, guess he's no longer with Impact. Impact Mike. Yeah, there we he's go. Been doing, like Pro Wrestling Revolver. Um, Destiny he was one of the higher lads, wasn't he? Yeah, so I yeah. think maybe you know if it is, it's gonna be like a real outside pick. But I mean, I think if we are building up to tag for a term, not to Kafik Schlacht, to Bixby's home force, whoever's gonna be the big guys up against Amboss, they need to be established pretty quick. And I don't know whether that is you no know, Senzo and Idol, you know, we've tried that before, whether it's well. It- I think you, you your home your home your home has to be. Um, you have to look at Yearn, Guns, Tisha, and probably somebody like Tahani or Lavaniel, don't you? 
um, I think that's what you look as your, your your home core. But you know, equally, that's that's there's a lot of as I said, there's a lot of football to be played between the, then and now. So <laughs> we've got plans for Formula H and absolutely shattered between now and then as well. So yeah, exactly. We'll probably have so, a, something of an idea coming out of Tag Festival, and obviously, you know, I think after that. What is it? We've got obviously the um Austria show this coming Friday. Just looking up after Ben, yeah. but a bunch of the Wheel of Wrestling Lives, uh, Drive of Champions in Frankfurt on the 12th of November, uh, the 22nd anniversary of December 17th in Oberhausen, and Dead End in Hamburg. And at the moment, there's no Kaifigschlacht or Back to Roots list on here. Not yet. So maybe our calendars have all been wrong and we've just fancy booked ourselves into a shoe, brother. Yeah, maybe, maybe. It won't be the first time. Bernard, <laughs> <laughs> that's it for the World Tag Team Festival. So, again, that's next week. No, if you come to Oberhausen, bump into you know, bump into say hi. We don't bite unless you ask us to. But um, I guess the podcast might probably do like a post show wrap up, you know, after both back from Germany and you know, everything's hit yeah. on demand. But depending on how things go over there, you know, maybe try and record some stuff, get some bite-sized bits and pieces up, especially when yeah. information happens. Yeah, exactly. And um, I think, um, yeah, we'll, we'll definitely do the post-show wrap-up. You might get some bonus stuff from us. We'll kind of play it by ear, see what happens. <laughs> if it, in the last few, uh, well, obviously not covered before, we had like storms and yes. you know, really bad weather. If, it, if we're going to get you know, absolutely blown away or you know, drowned out, forget it, but we'll see how it goes. But um, Anything to plug, Mike, before you head over to Austria this week? Not really. Um, I've got, obviously, the Groundhopper's Guide, but there's nothing new, I think, for a while. Um, we did we did just do one a couple of weeks back, so if you've not listened to that, so that's Groundhopper's Guide on YouTube. Uh, type in Groundhopper's Guide on and Eddie, and you'll find us. Um, but apart from that, no, not really. Just make sure, if you're following me on anything, so follow me at Mike Kilby on pretty much everything, and you can, um, yeah, you can see what i'm up to because i'll probably be posting lots of stuff from my the long road to oberhausen because it's 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 i'm not i'm not coming home from vienna <laughs> the <laughs> well, long road to gone badly wrong for your flights mate <laughs> yeah but um yeah you can follow me on twitter at in wrestling instagram at back body drop been a bit quiet in terms of reviews lately things will pick up after you no know, oberhausen i bet but yeah head up backbodydrop.com or the socials there and if we don't see you in Oberhausen, we shall see you on the podcast in a few weeks' time. Auf Wiedersehen. Tschüss.